I just got a 3D printer, and I don't want to brag, but I, I now have the means of production in my own house. I'm very excited about that. And I know we're about to talk about all the big video game consoles, but I've been thinking I have a 3D printer. I could just make my own, huh? My own mm-hmm. next-gen Griff, Griff, Griff Station 6. How many flops <laughs> is the Griff Station 6 capable of producing? None. But we don't fuck with that. Nope. That's not important to us. We're, we have a more holistic approach to gaming. It's um, it's full of marbles. <laughs> okay. The Griff Station Six, yeah, um, and you can smash it to the ground, and the marbles come out, and then you have to go pick them all up. What is the launch game for the Griff Station Six? Your arms launching the Griff Station Six <laughs> high into the air so that it smashes to the ground, and all the marbles come out. You have to get, you have to collect them before your son finds them. It's called Marble Madness. So arms is uh, you're saying arms is on your console. Arms, <laughs> arms, console is on my arms, is what I'm saying. Fair enough. It's going to cost six hundred dollars. Well, okay, fair. They are nice marbles. They're very good marbles. <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best console of the eighth generation my name is griffin McRoy, and i know the best console that's going to come out maybe sometime beep boop beep my name chris plant me x bot beep boop beep 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 oh no my name is russ frustic and i know the best console of the year okay Okay. <laughs> Justin. Okay. Well, welcome to the besties where we profile the latest and greatest in uh, uh, electronic entertainment. Uh, the console wars are heating up. <laughs> I fucking can't. I don't know that I'm ready for this. The console wars are heating up as we, as the PlayStation... So, hold on, I'm going to do this in the style of a CNN anchor. The console wars are heating up again as Sony PlayStation gets ready to uh, launch the latest and greatest box of the PlayStation 5, it's called. Uh, but right behind is Bill Gates's Microsoft with Xbox... <laughs> I think it, here it says Scorpion 1, Project 1X. And these two are going to be battling out for the quarters of local teens. And these bad boys have come a long way since Pac-Man. Take it away, Victor. I've asked my dipshit nephew which one of these boxes he's going to play Fork Knife on. Uh, we should mention in this very special episode where we're going to be uh, duking uh, PS5 versus Xbox Series X, we will decide a winner. Spoiler warning, we're going to decide the winner of the console wars, and we're going to settle them here, have peace in our time. There will be no need for console wars after this, because we're going to pick the winner. We're going to call the losing company and tell them, cancel your box. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, don't even worry about you it. You don't have to waste your time with it. How should we set, how should we, uh, how should we organize our thoughts? Because there's a lot, I, okay. there is a lot to talk about. There here. is. So, I, so I've sort of uh, broken this show down into several sections, topics, mm. if you will, and why don't we just start with the stuff that everyone came for? <laughs> the raw motherfucking specs, y'all. <laughs> oh, this show's going to be so stupid. The whole product Well like, whole equipped just- <laughs> to handle these specs. What's the price? That's number one. That's the well, biggest no, no, thing. No. That's another section entirely. I'm just talking Wait. about the CPU and its oh, old baby. friend, the GPU. You want to know about the gizmos? You want to know about the seep and the Jeep? Oh, bud, let me tell you. Oh, we'll talk some uh, RAM, too, if you want. Can, can, can Do you mind if I 
Do you mind if I share some of this stuff? Go for uh, it. Are you going to say a number? I don't. Can we get through? This is a fun like Taskmaster segment. Can we get through this segment without saying a single number? No. The oh, whole okay. point is the is the the silly numbers. Okay. The, the ten, I don't know what a teraflop is, and I'm not ashamed to fucking admit it. That's that's the point. Well, but I know what teraflop is. Oh yeah, you want you want to explain? Can I do it? this? I actually had to write. I had to write this piece in 2016 <laughs> for Polygon about what a, a teraflop. Go for it, Justin. Is. Okay, so a flop is a floating point operations per second. So a floating point operation is a number with a decimal point in it, which is harder to work with than integers that don't have a decimal. So the, the this sort of graphics processing, processing these uh, 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 floating points is a way of measuring computer power. Okay. In terms of graphics processing, it means the, the computations are used to draw polygons and move them around on the screen. So the more flops you have, or teraflops is a trillion flops, the more f- teraflops you have, the more of these operations you're able to yeah, do. Yeah, how many math so, problems can you crank out in a second, basically? That is a very long way of saying a bigger teraflop <laughs> is good. Right. But not necessarily, which is oh the thing that we're going to talk about. This is why I don't I it's can't the worst. fucking hang. I know. So, okay, so very quick. The, the PS5, we're going to talk about the CPU uh, and the GPU. CPU, uh, the computing, GPU, the graphics. Uh, PS5. 8-core, 3.5 gigahertz, AMD Zen 2. That sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good, right? Sounds That sounds pretty good. Xbox Series X, 8-core, 3.8 <gasps> gigahertz, AMD Xbox Zen wins. 2. Easy. That's 0.3 gigahertz. <laughs> now, let's talk about the GPUs, because whew, this one's going to really knock your socks off. PlayStation 5, 10.3 teraflops. Whoa. AMD RDNA two right Poof. i mean that's that's double digits they broke that 10 teraflop limit they broke that they, it. people have been trying no one's for years. gonna get higher than that xbox xbox one the xbox one x has six teraflops yeah. so 10.3 yeah xbox series x 12 <gasps> teraflop oh, amd shit. rdna 2 oh my gosh and, and here's the best part about all of it it all comes down to how well optimized the actual system infrastructure in the games are. So it's actually kind of <laughs> how they use it. It doesn't matter. Okay, uh, uh, here's here's. Uh, I would like to condense this as much as possible because I thought a lot about this. The Xbox Series X hypothetically has more computing power on the CPU and GPU side, right? Like you can clock it to a higher yes. speed on paper, right? There's no telling if developers are actually going to like take advantage of that. There's no telling, like Plant said, how good the infrastructure, the the architecture of the system is going to be. The PlayStation 5's uh, strength is its custom solid-state drive, uh, which, if, if you're not in know, is a different type of hard drive than uh, a, a a typical hard drive that has you know actual like spinning fucking parts inside of it. It is it loads uh, magnitudes faster, right? Uh, that is to me when I built my own PC. That was the biggest change, more than any graphical thing. Is once you put in a solid state drive, the access speed in, of, of specifically it is like, NVMe solid state drive. Right. So, Sony's is technically not NVMe. It's their own version of it. It is their own custom thing, and that is the benefit that they have is that it has a a actually significantly higher read speed than the Xbox Series X. Right? No, we don't. We don't know that. That's actually maybe not true because the Xbox Series X is using NVMe, which is also 
wildly fast. The whole point of this, I can actually just, we can just really wrap this section pretty quickly. <laughs> These consoles are nearly identical, and until we actually see them in the world, there's really no assumption that any one of them is better in either category. Um, That's absolutely unacceptable for what we're doing here. Uh, sorry, 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 Xbox sorry, numbers, sorry, 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 sorry. I, I the Xbox numbers the are point. bigger. Xbox wins the numbers. I, I want to mention sure. one more quick thing about this. So in the last generation, when the PS4 launched against the Xbox One, the PS4 was able to do more teleflops than the Xbox One. And if, if you'll remember, there were uh, versions of like Assassin's Creed Black Flag that ran better on the PS4. The difference in teraflops was like, I want to say 30 to 40%. It was like a significant jump uh, between uh, the power levels, whereas this is uh, a lot closer. So while the Xbox Series X obviously wins because bigger numbers, the difference, as Plant said, is very small. It's also got a bigger hard drive. Just saying. Well, that I think that's why Sony has focused so much on their custom solid-state drive technology, and that's why all the demos that you see is like, here's uh, Spider-Man, and there's literally no load screens. Uh, I, th- I think that that is going to be the most obvious change when you kip up to the next uh to the next god of war had no load screens that happened last gen it had fucking you walk around on magic tree branches yeah (laughs) playstation playstation 5 loses to xbox in that is anyone else super worried about hard drive (laughs) space because right now i have call of duty modern warfare installed on my computer and it is 200 gigs yeah yeah it's wild what are we gonna do actually I went to the extent of like plugging in a external uh, hard drive to my Xbox One, which I there's one of these you can't do that. No, like, no, no. You may not be able to do that with these. They both right? have expandable memory bays. They they both but, do, but also complicated because the PlayStation 5's custom SSD it's 825 gigs. Why is it that number? Because the number of the gigs actually is tied into the very specific design of this SSD. So I don't know how clear it is that like the expansions will be taking advantage of this. My my guess is that it'll be something similar to what you can do with SSDs on your computer, where you can have right. information switching between the good one and like the backup one. Where with Xbox Series X, I think they're going to have like effectively like little candy bars that you can slot into the thing to expand the the memory. Okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. We did. I'm asleep. X- Xbox won the stats round. Congrats. Congrats. Let's, let's talk about the. Let's talk about design. The, uh, the Xbox Series yeah. X is a big black obelisk, and that's like it's a big, perfect rectangular <laughs> shape. And it's a heat box. It's got like a third of it is a heat sink. So, like, if that means that it is not going to uh, scream like the tunnel of a bullet train, like, then that's great for me i don't it could be the size of my fucking kitchen if it doesn't go like every other game console i have in my fucking house right now peachy loving that that's great uh it's boring as fuck but like whatever the playstation 5 looks like um it looks like a building from uh kill zone (laughs) it looks like it looks like a it looks like a a soccer trophy it's a it's a a sort of a black router shape flanked by these two beautiful white folded in wings or like if activision tried to design portal and they made the robots in portal and they're like how do we make it look slicker and meaner yes uh yeah i think it I, i it depends on what you like right if you like a no, that where there is no room for subjectivity in what we are doing. <laughs> I am more excited by the PlayStation Five shape. I already have absolutely, a, I, obviously. I already obviously. have a big, really? boring, rectangular gaming PC in my house. I totally disagree. Okay, yeah. Um, I have plenty of big, boring gaming PCs in my house, and 
I'm happy to have another one because it means that it will actually vanish into the distance and I won't have to stare at the fact that I have this dumb blue glowing white ice cream sandwich. Can I ask you an unrelated question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you so fucking embarrassed at being a gamer? <laughs> <laughs> would, be my, would be my big cue. That's my cue because I want people to know that, yeah. Oh, yes, ladies. He games. I game. I want everybody it to know. It is just fascinating to me that like these companies like really force some level of interior design on the people that just want to play their games. Like, why? Why does the box need to look like that? I guess it's a marketing thing. But mm. I'm used to it from my kids. They'll take 30 seconds to draw a flower <laughs> and they'll hang up on my wall for three fucking years. It's not in my hands anymore. It's out of my hands. L- looking at the, the PlayStation 5, because it really is this, these two uh, white boards, uh, you know, containing the, the actual console. What if you could buy liveries for it? that disguised you know decals that disguised this. it so then if you were embarrassed of being a gamer you could just get like a monster energy drink livery that just covers mm. it makes it look like a giant monster energy drink can and then you just like you like you know you like extreme sports sure yeah I, well couldn't i just turn it into like a compass a comcast cable box like that would be my oh that would be a very like good design <laughs> That would be good. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the 360 uh, wood faceplate. Oh, fuck. So you'll be like, what's that? It's like, it's a wooden Xbox. <laughs> My papa made it for me during the big war. Uh, it's, it's, I, I, the Xbox puts me to sleep. But also, if that shape makes it be quiet, then it's the sexiest This is fucking... old school. I, my, my, I have a problem imagining both of these on the shelf. I actually don't know if the shelf where I currently have the three, my Xbox One would fit this thing yeah i don't know how we come to a decision i think it's xbox because what we it sounds like the ps5 is going to also be huge so neither of them i think are going to fit underneath your tv or in the stand so they're gonna have to be sitting like next to the tv stand and if it's sitting outside of that space it cannot look like you know Yes, it can. I like it. It looks like a spaceship. It's fucking cool playstation i'm sorry griffin that i'm actually gonna relent on this one because i've I'm also hard-pressed to imagine putting the PS5 vertically, uh, or sorry, horizontally into my home. Like, I don't actually know. I'm sure it would probably work. It just looks bizarre uh, to me, and I can much... Why do they always have to put them... No one's going to do that. I'm not going to do that. The images always have them uh, uh, on both of these are vertical, and I think that that is weird. I don't think anybody does that. Cool. Okay, so I lose this one. You lose. But you lose that one. Or, no, more specifically. I, I think you'll win the next it. one. Don't worry. Yeah, this one's <laughs> not... This This is... Okay. Yeah, so the next category is games that have been announced that we have seen. It, here's, what's, here's what's weird about the launch window. It is hard for me to conceptualize the launch window without a release date for the consoles. Yes. Uh, uh, two caveats here. Uh, it is unclear if how many of these games are actually exclusive to the PS5 and won't also appear on PS4 or Xbox Series X to Xbox One. And it is very unclear uh, when the hell any of these games when they are, are coming out. Titles. Yes, yeah. it's, right. it's very, very strange. PlayStation 5, I'll, let me run on the list. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Where do we land on that one? Is that a full game or is it like a side it, story? It, it's, a, it's like a Lost Legacy. It's like a Lost Legacy. Right? I mean, it's, okay. it's like a standalone smaller bite-sized thing okay. that's probably going to be a little uh Sackboy a big adventure which I don't Media Molecule is not involved in that that's that's it's not a little big planet game it's like a straight up platforming with Sackboy in it yes. okay uh Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart we got Gran Turismo 7 Astro's Playroom another in the uh, Astrobot sort of weird subgenre uh Returnal which is like a 
a Groundhog Day set in space, and then Horizon Forbidden West, which is the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, then some console exclusive bug snacks from uh, Young Horses, who made Octodad, is a console exclusive. Although I'm sure it's going to be on, it will be on PC also. Yes. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which looks pretty cool. Uh, a new Oddworld game called Oddworld Soulstorm, and probably for me the, the game I'm looking forward to the most is a remake of Demon's Souls, the sort of progenitor of the Souls genre from Wait, software. can we talk about that one really quick my favorite thing with uh, the demon souls uh, remake is this whole time they do a big sony playstation 5 announcement and they're like finally we have so much power we don't even know what to do with it finally with all this power we we are there are no boundaries to our imagination also we're releasing uh demon souls a game that you played on PS3, and it's going to come with a choice of performance or visual options. <laughs> like, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, uh, I love the Souls games, but Demon's Souls I don't think is held up as well. Sort of like, I, I, I'm more excited. That could be on any fucking console. I don't care about that in the context of it being on PlayStation. I just like, I love Souls games. I think I'm mostly most excited about that because I don't think any of the Xbox games really light my fire. Halo Infinite, which we've seen fuck all of uh except it was for a man Master in a room space, a dude yeah we didn't even see yeah uh hellblade 2 uh scorn which one's scorn it's one of those like very goth like hr giger type things that they showed at that one press yeah okay. very little like, information about it uh rares everwild uh the new battle toads some of these are not even confirmed for xbox series x yet same with flight simulator we just assume that they will oh okay and a lot of these are you've written down rumored perfect yeah dark. i mean that, that is like the best we could do perfect dark it's rumored to come from the initiative which is a new studio we do know that playground games is making a fable game we don't know much about it Psychonauts 2, presumably now that Xbox uh, owns uh, Double Fine, that will be an exclusive. And then I included the new Yakuza because I, would, I just wanted to add some games. Like, <laughs> the new Yakuza almost certainly will come out on PS5. But hey, it's like the first time a new Yakuza is coming out on Xbox. Good for them. So this is the weirdest maybe console launch I've ever experienced because there will be, I think, no games that only come out on the con- the new console. Like... Even Spider-Man will probably come out on PS4. I don't think there's going to be any like PS5 only or Xbox Series X only games happening this year, um, which is very bizarre. Uh, it, it's uh, I think it's too soon to tell. Like I don't I don't know that. Well, that we know is... that for sure with Xbox Series X. Correct? Right. They've already said that everything yeah. is coming to PC. Um, Halo Infinite, I believe, is uh, they haven't confirmed confirmed, but I believe it's coming to Xbox One. Um, so yeah, it's it's weird in that way. I think the PlayStation Five gets it from from for me mostly because like there's some of these that I'm looking forward to playing. There is no I would say killer app on this list except maybe Halo Infinite, which maybe is fucking tight, but we haven't seen it uh, or know anything about it. And I was thinking that that's, that's kind of strange, but right now I'm looking at the PlayStation Four launch list and fuck me, that was bad. <laughs> wow, what a bunch of dookie! I can't wait to play Need for Speed Rivals on my PlayStation Four. <laughs> Rezo Gun is the only one on here that I look at and I'm like, oh yeah, that was pretty that was pretty cool. This is going to sound weird, but I don't think they necessarily want to drive interest to like a fever pitch at the launch of these consoles. I think that they are going to release them. But if I had to guess, I would say that supply has been yeah. pretty severely restricted and they don't necessarily want to create a situation where demand is massive and pent up and they have no 
uh, supply. I, I have the winner. Um, it's the Nintendo Switch. It released with Breath of the Wild. Uh, thank you. <laughs> the best. Wow. The best. Uh, Very good. Yeah. I, I, is, of is, of is these, it, it's Sony, right? It's yeah, Sony. I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah. am I... I, I, I spoke for myself, uh, the three of you, like, is there anything on either of these lists that you see that and you're like, fuck yeah, like the, uh, a, not obviously probably not Breath of the Wild level, but something that you're like. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm excited about Horizon. I mean, I think it's, I'm not like life changingly excited, but I think it'll be a very good game. The last one was a very good game. I very much love Spider-Man. So, and I think Miles Morales is a great character. Um, they have a huge. Uh, the, that studio has a huge respect for the Spider-Man and made it a really compelling story last time out. Um, and I would love for it to open the door to a Spider-Verse game. Uh, that would be yeah, fantastic. Do they, are they, uh, is, are they, do they have Shameek, Shameek Moore? Is that his name? The guy who played Miles in the Spider-Verse movie? Uh, I, w- I would not th- That may be, so. I don't know, that may be uh, not where they're going with it. Okay, yes, PlayStation, I feel like, right? Yeah. Yes, I think PlayStation has the better um, like potential lineup right now. But again, it's so up in the air. We should also mention we're recording this at the beginning of July. Xbox is going to host an event later this month. I do not see mm, that event. Probably probably early August. Maybe early August because Plant is on the pulse. But I do not see that event necessarily vastly changing a lot of what we're talking about. But who knows? I could be wrong. They could have some amazing... A uh, little uh, ace in the hole waiting for us. So, but, but bef- before before we jump to break, like let's cover the true scope of like what the fuck we don't know about these consoles because like release date, price, launch titles, all that is extremely important for me. Like a huge deciding factor, and the reason that I have pretty much I have not turned my Xbox One on except to like play some Connect games with Henry uh, is the architecture of the system, or rather, I should say, like the UI of the system, the like yeah. actual, the, the UX of the user experience of the system, I feel like still, even after all these years, suck shit on <laughs> Xbox One, uh, while PlayStation 5 is like, I know what the what I'm getting into. And so like, show me how that works. Like show me any, it, it is yeah. it is it is wild to me how little we know there, about, these, about these things that are supposed there, to come out this year. The, the UI of, of uh, both PlayStation 4 and Xbox are, are terrible. I had like learned to be okay with the Xbox. And then recently I got uh, a new Apple TV. And you know what? It turns out there's actually a way to design a thing where you can just like click a button and then like watch a movie or you can just use voice commands on a remote. Like I, I, I feel bad for Xbox because they ran so far away from the, hey, just make a comfortable entertainment uh, living room device. But the original ideas were good. The connect was just unnecessary. All I needed was a tiny little controller that I could hit the, the speaker button on and say, hey, Show me the the uh, Chippendale popcorn episode in uh, Disney Plus, and it's like, cool, got it. I know you love this one. <laughs> I got it already. I actually buffered it for you, because <laughs> I know how you like to get nasty. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back with uh, more discussion of uh, these 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 beautiful boxes. You go get a phone. You just want a phone. Talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts. And you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay 
hundreds of dollars for like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan or you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details this episode of the besties is sponsored by aura frames all right so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy i'm sure immediately names jump to your mind those are the sorts of people that you would say oh maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that that is where aura frames comes in It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties you know you'll touch um your your console maybe once every few days but you 
I, at least if you're like me, I always have my hands on my controllers, <laughs> even when I'm not gaming. I bring them to dinner with my kids, um, just holding it in my pocket, knowing that I could. Is get that how you eat pasta right. with a controller? He wraps the noodles what around each. F- what are you talking? That wouldn't make any sense, Russ. No, I have it in a leather holster that I made, <laughs> and I had the phrase "Big Game and Papa" burned into it. Uh, and it's faux leather. Don't worry. I'm a conscientious, true gamer. Let's talk about the controllers. They both look pretty similar to the controllers we have now. I'd say the the Dual Sense is that what it's called? The new yes, yeah. the Dual Sense is the new PlayStation Five controller is more convex than the PlayStation Four controller. But I think that there is a a similar sort of DNA in there. But the the Xbox controller just looks like a Xbox uh, Elite series controller uh which i have i have it for my pc i bought uh the the series 2 xbox elite controller and it kicks ass uh mostly i think because of like the modularity of it um i play a lot of like destiny 2 and not having to do a full trigger pull like being able to customize stuff like that is really cool has is that confirmed for the new xbox so they've they've said that there's tension um adjusted bit like the the sticks and stuff like that will have tension to them so if you wanted like some like friction if you were like pulling into a turn in a racing game you would sort of feel that in the stick itself um and i believe those that sort of functionality is in the triggers as well um so i think they are offering a lot of that stuff i don't think they've confirmed back paddles for what it's worth which is obviously oh the back paddles are huge yeah which is weird that 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 it's not confirmed on the dual sense either right because right. they they it's it's only strange to me because they went in that direction with the Xbox Elite controller, and I love those. Pat- like, legitimately, for shooters, I refuse to do uh, what? What's it called? The like bumper grip for like bumper jumper claw grip, yeah, the, bump, yeah. Uh, yeah, or bumper jumper, which essentially like you don't have to take your hand off the right stick to yeah. hit the X button to jump. You can use the bumpers to jump. Like, I don't. I'm never going to rewire my brain to do that. But if you put the ABXY buttons on the back panels, like then it actually is like actually very valuable. PlayStation released an attachment for the DualShock 4 controller that essentially does the same thing. So it's strange to me that like that's not yeah. a feature. I think it's an accessibility thing. I think for people that are not familiar with back paddles, picking up a controller that has them can be like a, whoa, what do I even do with this kind of moment? Yeah, it also mm-hmm. keeps price down for what it's worth. Yeah. So. I don't know. I like both. I love the DualShock 4 controller. I love the Xbox Series uh, Elite controller. So, like, it, it, these both seem pretty similar to those. Yeah, I would say the one feature that is standing out to me on the DualSense is the idea that the mic is built in without needing a headset, which is kind of interesting. If there's a way to pull that off where people that you're playing with are not getting, like, speaker noise, um, I think that's... Or a- f- button noise, right? Like, your hand actually manipulating the controller. I don't know how they... I don't know how they get around that but yeah that's that's also cool um yeah i don't know I, I would say from a looks perspective like i already have a controller that looks fucking exactly like the xbox the new xbox controller so from from that perspective like I'll, also it is the same aesthetic on the dual sense as the console itself mm-hmm. right it's like the the black core sort of flanked by these white wings uh with a big white touchpad in the middle like if you don't mess with that then you don't mess with that i'm a little bit curious about the triggers on the dual sense because they seem uh again they are convex they are not concave and i don't know if that's like great maybe i'm just like looking at the bumpers i don't know that i've seen the no i guess the triggers are the back triggers are fairly the same but like the the bumpers the l1 r1 seem pretty like chunky yeah i ordinarily if it was like a back trigger i'd be worried about them being like 
bulbing, bulbing, bulbous or whatever, bulbing yeah. out, um, which is what they did on the PS3, and it was kind of terrible. It was Sucked. like really, it was really so bad. bad. So I, I think they will make a very, I think both of them will feel very comfortable. Uh, battery life would be nice. I want, I want to give it to PlayStation just because I have always liked the Xbox controller more. And I like that this controller is taking a pretty significant departure from the the DualShock design, which I think has always felt kind of like clunky in the hand. And this feels like feels like a like a pretty serious change towards ergonomics and being like a nice controller to use. There is like a yeah. kink in the PlayStation Four controller where like the the hand grips kind of go in, but then they ball back out around the face buttons and mm. D pad, and that is just not here. Like it is a it is a curve all the way around, um, and I'm sure that feels nice as well. It um, should be noted we haven't really talked about it, but for the PlayStation Five controller specifically, it's actually an inch and a half wide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that it, seems too small. Yeah, it doesn't really read in the pictures, but you can really only hold it with two fingers, and you have to uh-huh. basically play all the games like that. So just oh, wow. that seems like that. I wouldn't do it like that. What a yeah. twist. So the winner of this one, I'm comfortable giving this to PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, me wow. too. I, We're tied. I, I, okay, two two. So that put tied right two two. It all comes down to <laughs> prize. <laughs> we don't know, <laughs> or do we? Or do we? I feel like we did. So there have been leaks. Recently, ooh, recent leaks. Feed me the uh, feed me the leak juice, Papa. <laughs> open your mouth and let me milk the leak juice in from my milk teeth. Um, the uh, the leak price of and release date, according to Iron Man PS at Iron Man PS Five, <laughs> which I'm sure is legitimate. Um, that it. It will land in North America. The PlayStation 5 will land in North America and Europe on November 20th and will retail for 500 bucks with the digital edition at 400 No fucking I'm not going to fuck around with that 399 garbage. There's a, oh, we didn't even um, mention that. There's a disk drive-less version of the PlayStation 5 at launch, mm-hmm. which, again, we don't know the price of either of them. That is an attractive offer to me because I don't play games with discs on PlayStation 4 anymore because it's loud as fuck. Uh, so, yeah. I think f- there's not going to be a $400 version of this console. I don't think so. We're talking about the PS5 right now? Yeah, I think I think I I think if you get rid of the disk drive of the console, I don't think that's a $100 hardware difference. I think they're going to take a loss. My like- guess is 600 for the full version, 599, and then 549 for the 549, disk drive version. That feels yeah. that feels right to me. Everybody's saying 500, which is obviously like the more attractive price, but I, I also that. think that like I just built a gaming PC, like I know how much these parts cost. They're going to take a loss on them because that's how gaming hardware works at launch, but like I don't even think they're going to take that big of a loss because I also think people have become accustomed to paying more money for consumer electronics like in since the PlayStation 4 uh, and and Xbox One came out, and so like I think that the idea that they're all going to cost five hundred dollars is an adherence to like a value proposition that isn't doesn't also is not true. Like, after this year, I think uh, companies will be even more skeptical of taking uh, a loss on their product. So I, mm-hmm. I think it will be even harder for them to get that price down. And and here's the biggie: I just don't know how many of these consoles either of them are actually going to be able to make by by that point. Yes. So like, there's not a, a really a reason to have a lower cr- price. Because they're going to sell out no matter what. Like, whatever they make is going to sell. I feel like if I had to do best guess, I would say 550 for the standard PS5 and 500 for the discless. And I suggest that because 
the two SKUs to me feel very weird for a launch unless you're trying to have a SKU that competes price-wise with the Xbox. And I think you'll see the Project One X at 500, the discless PS5 at 500, the one with a disc just- at 550. So they they can claim parity, but also they're going to to be charging more for the one you just said project one x which is nothing but it sounded fucking cool (laughs) xbox one not what it's called xbox series x project one you cannot get out on me for this call it the xbox two Also, it's called x is is it really just xbox but this is the project series x of xbox like now the the system itself is just russ you've been trying to tell everyone just say the name of the thing i'm gonna count to three and say the name of the thing as you understand it one two xbox 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 russ oh so we're just we're just gonna blow right past the fact that no one knows this thing this thing is called (laughs) okay good 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 is there a messaging category I wanted to say real quick, uh, we've been talking about the price of like how much you can discount something that is discless. It is worth considering that they can take more of a loss on something that is discless because when they sell the console over time, every single game that people buy, they are getting 100% of the sales of because they are not buying physical copies from any other company. So you can kind of amortize it in that way. Just worth considering. They are also, um, how can I put this? Uh, creating a console that is best suited for a world in which supply chains could, at any point in that chain, become very constricted in the next twelve days. Yeah. Months. So, so what? Uh, sorry, Fresh. I just want to. What you said is really smart, and same with what Justin said. I think I had all been thinking about this as like, oh, well, the disc version is the standard, and then we're taking money off for the discless version. But really, the better way of thinking of it is they want discless to be standard. And then if you want the privilege of putting a disc in, yeah. you have to pay more. Yeah. And like at, when you flip it to that, it's like, oh, yeah, then maybe they do throw $100 on that because it's like, well, who cares? We, we want everybody to do the discless version. Yeah. I do not think 400 though. No I can't. Way. 400 no, would be I, Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think it's going to be at 400 I we we should also mention the fact that like there is another console that we have not talked about here and the reason when Justin asked what is this console called and I said Xbox and not Xbox Series oh, yeah. S X yeah, is because, because there is a gosh. profoundly dumb also named uh Xbox Series S and I realize it's possible that you can't hear the difference between Xbox Series X and S but there is a difference because one of them is way less powerful. So yeah, they're selling like effectively a souped up Xbox One and calling it the Xbox Series S, different from the Xbox One Series S. I mean, they haven't officially announced it yet, but it's almost certainly happening. They're using the iPhone like language there. Yeah. Because the, then right. it's like Series X is, that's the fancy. Um, and then the S is they like, oh, this is the, if you want into this platform service, which really, I, I, and this doesn't even get into the fact that they're almost certainly also going to release a like hockey puck, like your Apple TV, that is a cloud gaming device that yeah. connects to Project X Cloud. So we don't, we don't know if the Series S is going to be at launch, but at this point, we also don't know when the fucking launch of the Series X is going to be. So this is all Calvin <laughs> Ball that we are playing. <sighs> Uh, it, it, I think it's helpful to think about the Xbox as like a PC because like, first of all, it looks like one also because they have done a pretty good job of that messaging of like all, you know, cross by your Windows 10 games, et cetera, et cetera. But now they're like explicitly talking about like, we're going to release a version of this and then we're going to re- release a version of this with like completely 
different, like reduced specs, which is not the direction that this thing usually moves when it comes to like console development. Um, hey, we didn't talk about back compat, uh, and I want to circle back to that real quick. When we were talking about system specs, uh, PlayStation Four is going to be backwards, com- or PlayStation Five is going to be backwards compatible with uh, most PlayStation Four titles, is what they've said, which could mean al- almost all PlayStation Four games. Uh, and the Xbox uh, Series X is going to be compatible with all Xbox One games and the uh, 360 and original Xbox games that have been sort of uh, brought into the back compat program that currently exists in Xbox One. So uh, PS5 not going to have PS3, PS2 functionality. Outside of like, I don't know, digital things, they have PS Now. I assume that's going to be carried through in PlayStation 5. God, there's a lot of shit we don't know. Um, But yeah. Too bad we have to pick a winner. Do we decide a winner on price? Who? What is going to be the cheapest console option? I I I I think the smart play for PlayStation, and obviously there's no way to for they, each both of them are waiting for the other one to pull the trigger on price, right? That, I feel like that's always kind of the waiting game. If the PlayStation disc drive version costs as much as the Series X. And the disc driveless version costs fifty bucks less. Like I think that's a pretty big, big, big win. But I think they're going to cost about the same thing, right? Yeah, I I, I think the the best hope yeah. that it would be the disc drive version somehow costing just a little bit less than Xbox or Microsoft just has a bigger war chest and like and yeah. in a time of financial you know uncertainty that Microsoft has more of an opportunity to say, okay, we saw Sony's price, we're going to do fifty dollars less. Um, I think before we pick a winner, we should probably, I don't know. Did we decide a winner on price? Not really. Six and one half, right? So that we're still tied is effectively where we're at. I think we should probably jump into reader mail to see if there, uh, any of it tilts our final decision. I'm going to let you all take this. I have to run for a second, but you dive into reader mail. I left some questions for you in the document. Oh, very okay. Oh, do you think, oh, he's going to come right. back and he's going to be like, I have the PlayStation 5. <laughs> and he's going to hold up. We're going to get exclusive look home. at it. He's going to be like, oh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Justin, you want to read some of these? Uh, I would love to. Thank you so much. Uh, Ezak says, you're designing the next, next-gen console. What's one feature you're absolutely adding in? play has been so fucking Ooh, yeah. good for me on PlayStation 4. Uh, back when uh, I was traveling constantly, being able to like, you know, play a little bit of Destiny or especially Final Fantasy fourteen. anything that's kind of like RPGs, like Persona 5 I played a lot of over remote play, anything that's not too like twitchy, uh, is huge. It's like the way I play video games now. It's why the Switch is like my off-court buddy, like road dog for life. And anything that can get close to that is like really the only shit I care about. That would be a decisive blow if one of them, one of these companies like announced that. Mm-hmm. Um Mine would probably be 9K because I feel like everyone's just going to stop at 8. Thank you, Russ. Very helpful. Sure. This is uh, weird, but um, I I feel like an IR port is one that has not been present on a lot of these. And I and uh, if you are somebody who tries to use a single remote mm. with a lot of different products, um, it is very annoying to have to always, especially if you just want to use it as a media player from time to time. Uh, it is very annoying to have to get your controller and sync it up and and navigate clumsily when you could just you know use an, a regular remote uh, to to do that stuff. The uh, Xbox One has one. The PlayStation Four does not. I recently toyed. I think I I've been messing with pairing my Harmony via Bluetooth to the console. This is such a weird 
I don't know. It's such a weird way around. I would just, that's a small thing, but it's not one a lot of people are talking about. So, um, yeah, that would be it. Uh, let's see. Bog Beans says, why do you think the PS and the Xbox went totally different routes in design? Like the new Xbox looks like a PC and the PlayStation looks like some godforsaken AC unit. Like why? I don't know. It's just different. Xbox has been boring since the Forever. 360 and everybody was like, Microsoft was like, inhale, what do you think? And everybody's like, I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's bad. And they're like, okay, we'll just do boring ones for now on. I'm sorry. Sorry, we won't bother you anymore. Yeah, it seems like they are the personification of the companies. Like Microsoft is the new IBM. They do the job in a very like staid and stoic way. Um, and then PlayStation, like you look at the games that they greenlight as like exclusives, like the, you know, um, Last of Us is like a perfect example, like generally like kind of riskier, weird games. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think th- it's not a surprise that they would go way more hands on and designy with their console box. All right, folks, I'm ready. This is t- this. I'm ready. I'm ready to call it and I'm going to call it without Chris playing. I feel like that feels um, that makes sense to me. <laughs> it feels right, doesn't it? Who cares what plant thinks? Uh, I am going to go ahead and here's where I'm at. I'm going to say PlayStation uh, is the winner of this console war. Uh, Quick, he's coming. He's coming back. Oh, my game. God. He's got it in his hands. Oh, no. Look at it. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. oh it's, it's PlayStation. PlayStation has the real games. It's where the true gamers play. Right. I'm going to go ahead and call this one for PlayStation. That is where I'm at. Uh, I have not, again, touched my Xbox One at all <laughs> for for many years now uh all the games i've been buying especially third party games and games of service i've bought on playstation 4 and for that like for that reason alone I, i'm going to get both of them cuz i lo- i love that sh- you know i love that tech and you live for, live for that shit but like i don't it's going to take a lot at this point for me to get out of the playstation ecosystem uh or at least like feel like splitting my time between these two different ecosystems like i i when Destiny 2 comes out on these two consoles, like, well, I'll probably still play it on my beefy-ass PC, but, like, that's, that's the, for me, that's the bigger thing. Like, I don't want to start over. Like, I like the idea of having all that shit already on PlayStation 5 when I, you know, day one when I pick it up. For me, basically, the decision is, if I have to pick one, which one is going to give me things that I can't get otherwise? So if I pick the PS5, for example, I can still play literally every other game that comes out to um, Xbox Series X on my PC, because they've said it, like that's part of their strategy is to just like have those as PC games as well. So uh, whereas like Horizon might not ever come to PC, probably it won't. So I think- Uh, That's actually, it probably will (laughs) because Sony's now, I mean, Horizon 1 is coming to PC. Okay, that's fair, but maybe eventually. Yeah. Whereas all all of the, you know, there's not going to be a launch title- uh, where it's not coming to PC right at launch as well for the Xbox Series X, whereas, you know, Horizon might take a few years before it comes to PC. So I think it's kind of reasonable to assume that uh, if you want to play the big new titles uh, on the PlayStation 5, the only way you're going to be doing it is there on the PlayStation 5 right right at launch. So, Chris, Uh, I I would do probably Xbox, I, I think, is what I would do. I, honestly, I would say don't buy either at the like at the beginning. It's there's not there's an really, option though. I, I I know, but I'm just saying like I'm, I'm sharing my opinion. Like I, I think like right now, save your money, wait and see what happens. Like you can play all this. stuff. You are going to have, I would say, 
in this generation, more people catering to you who, if for not buying a box, you will, you, this will be, I think the, the, the most that the past generation will have been catered to, uh, in, yeah. in history. Like you will still be very much yeah. a part of the, and the second option would be, if you don't have a gaming PC, I would seriously consider it. If you can afford it, you can, you can get a good one for a pretty reasonable price and it will play like fresh said, almost everything across both consoles eventually. Um, but the thing that I do like about the Xbox um, is I just I, that is where I have all of my games. Like I everything yep. that I have been playing since X, the original Xbox at this point is all on one device, and I love being able to turn it on in the same way I like opening up my Steam library and just having a gobs and gobs and gobs and gobs of games. Mm-hmm. And while I do enjoy like the PlayStation exclusive once a year or so the place that I'm most comfortable playing games is on my Xbox. The other thing is like for, for most people who do not live in our world, um, game pass is still, I think the best deal in video games. So if, if you're yeah, buying hardware and you want to play a lot of things, I, I still think game pass is best. Are you going to miss out on a few things? Sure. Yeah. You're going to miss out on stuff kind of no matter what. Um, but for me, uh, it's just a more comfortable video game experience. And I think that's the thing that they've really focused on is that comfort and that the games transfer, again, like buying what I buy on Xbox and that being available on PC. It's just, it's more uh, welcoming. Yeah, totally. All right, so who Good wins? News, everybody. We have a winner. Yeah? A- according to the vote, PlayStation 5 wins the console generation. All right. Wow. Huge. Congratulations yeah. this, to Sony, Killzone, Mark Cerny. You fuck with resistance follow, man. <laughs> Who's going to call <laughs> Phil Spencer so and let him know? I'll oh. call that fucking idiot and tell him, get, wow. Tomba, next, get Tomba next time. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our program. Shadow of the Colossus is a masterpiece. Last of Us 3, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow and listen for free on Spotify. Uh, plant. Tell us about the our Twitter feed and newsletter. Yeah, you, you, so you can kind. follow us on Twitter at the Bestie Spot. I encourage you to. It's a great place. Journey, fucking flower, emotional, emotional experiences. <laughs> so, okay, that's the end of the show. Congratulations, PlayStation Five. Thank you so much for listening to the Besties, and be sure to join us again next time for the Besties. Because should the world's best friends pick the world's best games? a Spotify original podcast in association with Fox Media. The show is edited by Jelani Carter and produced by Ben Hosley. And our theme song is by Ian Dorsch. Besties! Besties.